Hi, and welcome to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living. Concepts for Living. Well, I'll be speaking in this particular message from the theme, simply, so. 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 spirit. I've been living with it for days. That's why my sermon title is simply so. <laughs> I got to stay here a minute. This little two leather letter word can be expressed as a conjunction, an adverb, an adjective. And by the category and inflection of your voice and my voice, it gives significance different significance to the utterance of that little two-letter word. Sometimes I want to say to the devil, you gave it your best shot, and I'm still standing. So, Or it may be that I've been going through a difficult time in my life. And, and it appears that my situation is not getting better. In fact, it is persisting and becoming worse and worse and worse. And I want to stand and say to the enemy, don't you know who I am? So no matter. What you send my way, yes, I will not serve you. So it doesn't matter how long it takes or what I go through. My resolve is that I will serve God. So you may as well just get that settled in your mind. You can't move me. Got it? One of the blessings of reading Holy Scripture is that we get the privilege to see the whole of things. We see the beginnings and endings. We see it in the biographies of the lives of many characters or those individuals that God would give light upon so that you and I might walk in a better light. There were times 
when, when, when you and I are blessed to see prophecies that were uttered in one period fulfilled in the next period. I, I don't want to take the time and, and use many illustrations here because I've got a long way to go. But my point is that we see in reading scripture, but let me touch on one of them. Just one, just one. We see in the scripture that the young man by the name, uh, he was Paul's uh, companion, and uh, he was the one that was, uh, so to speak, chosen by God to be a part of the mission efforts in the early church. His name was John Mark. And John Mark was right there listening as the saints in his house would be praying and, and, and strategizing as to how they would expand the new church. And so he desired to go with Paul, and he did, with Paul and Silas on their first missionary journey. And when he got out there in deep water, he decided, this is not for me. When he came to Paphos and, and a few other places. So then he went back to Jerusalem. And that upset Paul greatly. Because he abandoned when he should have stood firm. He gave up when he should have continued. Well, then some people stop there. But they don't go far enough. Because if you still watch that life and trace that life, you will see that he got it together. So by the time the second missionary journey, he showed up and said, now nah, I'm ready to go. Give me another chance. And Paul said, no way. You know the story. Hmm? But then he eventually going with Barnabas and Paul taking Silas. And they went like that, eventually came like this, and Paul begins to give him credit. Even to the point that when Paul was at the point of death, just before he died, he said, oh, bring my coat, because it's cold in this prison. And bring my parchment or my books, because I want my books near me. I know a little bit about that part. And so somebody said, I want my books, bring everything. I said, and by the way, bring John Mark. What? For he is profitable for the ministry. Oh, my God. Huh? Before you clap, when you read Matthew, St. Matthew, St. Mark, St. Luke, and St. John, I want you to know that number two, St. Mark, was that young man. He's the one who wrote the second gospel. So, you could do that on your own. Just trace the life. See the beginnings and see the endings. And you can celebrate. Well, in this particular passage, what I am seized with in my spirit and mind is this. That somehow, God may not come when you want him. But when he gets there, He's right on time. So I trust that you have apprised yourself of some knowledge concerning the young man, Daniel. 
one of the Hebrew boys who was carried into captivity at the fall of Jerusalem into Babylon. You remember Nebuchadnezzar was the one that was king of Babylon at the time, and he took these youngsters, and one of them, you know all about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and all that, those names, you know, and, 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 and uh, but, but I want to talk about Daniel today. Because Daniel was a teenager, he was 16 years old, when he was taken captive into Babylon. And he remained there for 69 years. Some say 70, others say 69. I say 69 or 70. He was there during the reign of Nebuchadnezzar. He was there during the reign of Darius. And he was there during the reign of Cyrus. Three kings. Three sovereign rulers. He saw it all. Now, now you've got to also understand that while he was there, there are some things that are noteworthy for us. Even though it happened long ago, it's noteworthy for us to help us in our various types and durations of captivity. Because a lot of folk who look free, they're in captivity. Some in their minds. Some in their spirits. Some in their behavior. Captivity. And many of them don't know that God's got a word for you. The word is here. That if you make up in your mind, like did Daniel, that I refuse to defile myself. The three points of this message, the activity, the adversity, and the prosperity. Now stay tuned, and you're going to be blessed to observe. So, okay, so let's look real quick. One, the activity. So that you may appreciate how God worked with Daniel, the activity. Let's go into a little bit of the history. Daniel finds favor in the midst of extenuating circumstances. Daniel finds favor, and we see it in the activity. But wait a minute, be careful how you want favor. Because favor has its price. I know people say favor's not fair, but favor has a price. When you see somebody blessed, watch how you talk about them. Watch how you treat that person because they wouldn't be there had they not gone through something. There's a price to be paid for favor. Look at somebody and say, there's a price to be paid for favor. You got to go through something. So notice this. So the situation, let me, let me just develop it for you. Uh, Belshazzar, who happened to have been the grandson of Nebuchadnezzar, he now 
is, 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 is the grandson of, 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 of the king. And, and sometimes we get the attitude that because we're hooked up, we could do whatever we want. So what he did was to go back into the area where the bounty was, and he took from the bounty that was taken from Jerusalem when, when, when Darius went in, when Nebuchadnezzar, rather, went in and, 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 and attacked and, and destroyed Jerusalem. They brought the spoils, and in the spoils were the sacred vessels of gold and silver. And he liked them, so he had this great big party, and the party was an idolatrous party, and the party was an unholy party, but he's got God's holy things in the midst. Are you with me? So when this happened, this really disturbed God greatly. So God now moves to do something about it. So in the midst of it, Daniel is called upon by God to take defense against what was going on. Uh, rather, take offense as to what was going on. So they now had the attitude in their defense that we could do whatever we want because we're in charge. But the way we need to understand this is that God does not operate with you because of your position. God doesn't grant you certain rights to, you know, I would have to say, cut across the standards of his principles. And that's what bothers me about our time. Our time is that men now have taken it upon themselves to revise the Constitution so that it becomes acceptable for the community and for society. So, now, God's going to get into speaking. And so, here comes a dream. And here comes judgment. Daniel tells them what's going on and what's going to happen. All right? It's all in the book of Daniel. He tells them, because of what you've done, something terrible is going to happen to you. Okay? So, uh, and, 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 and now watch this now. And when they're being judged... As Daniel is talking, here comes an enemy into the presence and kills him. So the young man died. But now something is inscribed on the wall. And what's on the wall, the king wants to know because he can't rest because he's having dreams about it. And nobody is able in his cabinet to give him the interpretation. So here they go to one of the captives. His name is Daniel. Yep. And Daniel is invited by the queen to come and interpret for her husband. Yeah. I'm saying, where do you get the justification to hang up your tools just because you're in captivity? You don't cease in your gift just because you're on a bad job where folk acting crazy. You, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't give up on your gift just because you're in a society that's going crazy. Well, you might be that way just because God needs to use your gift. So, have you been blessed? 
Have you been enriched? I trust so. For that's our intent, that God would bless you and enrich you and cause you to know that His purpose and destiny for your life is for good and not for evil. So, until next time, and we shall come to you with more concepts for living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.